Thank you. Good evening. Uh, welcome to the Board of Supervisors meeting, the business meeting of April 14th, 2022. It is 744. Uh, please join me for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, And uh, please start the roll call to my right. Greg Phillips. Carol Kenny. Tina Garzillo. Greg Wax. Tony Hammaday, Township Manager. John Walco, Solicitor's Office. Ashton Jones, Township Planner. Leanna Kluberiel, Township Engineer. Okay, thank you. Uh, the first order of business is uh, meeting minutes. March 3rd, 2022, Zoning Workshop. March 3rd, 2022, Board of Supervisors Workshop. March 10th, 2022, business meeting. Can I have a motion to approve these minutes? I will make a motion to accept the minutes. Okay, thank you. And second? I will second. Second from Mrs. Garzillo and a motion from Mr. Wax. Uh, any discussion on the minutes? All in favor, please say aye. 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 Okay, all in favor, 4-0. Um, chairperson's comments. Um, Mr. Genoway is absent this evening. Um, he will definitely be returning to us at our next meeting. Um, we just had an executive session for a quasi-judicial deliberation regarding a conditional use hearing. Uh, that said, we will start with our new business, which is a very happy occasion as always. It's the swearing in of a police officer, Joseph Flint, and our Chief of Police, Tom Nolan, will take it from here. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, members of the board, Mr. Hamaday, and our citizens. Tonight, we have the official ceremony to swear in a new police officer in the police department. And this vacancy comes about because of the retirement of Detective Mike Milkey. Detective Milkey honorably served the township for 33 years before his retirement. First as a dispatcher for three years, and then 30 years as a police officer and a detective with Upmarine Township. So if we could have a round of applause for Detective Milky and his retirement. So in late 2021, anticipating some vacancies, we did conduct a hiring process to develop an eligibility list uh, for police officer candidates. And um, at this time, I'd like to introduce Officer Joseph Flint who is the next candidate to be sworn in as an Upmarine police officer. So Joseph is a 2015 graduate of Abington Senior High School. In 2018, he graduated from Montgomery County Community College with an associate's degree in criminal justice. Joseph is also a 2021 graduate of Southern New Hampshire University with a Bachelor of Science degree in criminal justice. He serves in the United States Army Reserves as a military police investigator, and he was previously employed as a police officer with the Philadelphia Police Department, and he has started his employment with Upper Marion Township on April 1st and is currently assigned to field training. So normally we would have a judge come forward for this and we had a backup judge because our two judges were away uh, and our backup judge had a family emergency and is unable to make it. So I will swear him in tonight, uh, but I assure you he will go before a magisterial district judge to do the proper swearing in as soon as we need to. 
solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support and defend. That I will support and defend. The Constitution of the United States. Constitution of the United States. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Together with the laws and ordinances. Together with the laws and ordinances. Of Upper Marion Township. Of Upper Marion Township. And I will discharge my duties. And I will discharge my duties. Of my position with fidelity. Of my position with fidelity. And without consideration to a person's race, color, sex. And without consideration with a person's race, color, sex. Religious creed, sexual orientation. Religious creed, sexual orientation. Age, national age, origin. Age, national origin. Ancestry, handicap, or disability. Ancestry, handicap, or disability. Congratulations. Thanks, sir. At this point, his father's going to pin on his new badge. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Chief Nolan, and welcome to uh, Officer Flint, and congratulations. Okay. All right. Um, with that said, we are at item B on our uh, new business. We had scheduled a conditional use hearing uh, for Malvern Anderson LP but we have gotten a request for a continuance. Uh, that's correct, uh, Madam Chair. Uh, by way of background, we will adjourn into this conditional use hearing for Malvern Associates LP. As this board may recall, this was originally scheduled for the first hearing on February 10th of this year. At that time, we received somewhat short notice for a continuance for it to be listed, and we uh, continued it on the record until the March 10th, uh, 2022, uh, uh, board uh, business meeting. At that time, the applicant did appear, presented some testimony uh, from the applicant and their engineer and their traffic engineer. There was then a direction uh, from this board at that time for the applicant, uh, which the applicant agreed to, uh, to proceed and appear before the Township Planning Commission. Uh, arrangements were made for the applicant to appear on the agenda and was on the agenda for the March Planning Commission agenda. Uh, however, uh, they then requested that be continued till the April Planning Commission agenda, which was last night. Uh, they were on the agenda for the Planning Commission last night, um, but did not appear for the Planning Commission. Uh, this morning, uh, when I was alerted to the failure of the applicant to appear before the Planning Commission, I reached out to the applicant's attorney, Eric Fry, uh, who informed me that he thought that there was there must have been some miscommunication on his behalf and uh and they did not know they were on the planning commission agenda um all that be it may he did forward me an email uh which i will mark as board exhibit five uh, it's an email dated april 14th today 
2022 at 2.03 p.m. Um, asking for a uh, continuance again of this matter, um, despite not having gone to the two planning commissions and it being continued previously. Um, so I don't anticipate that the applicant is here tonight uh, or any representatives from the applicants are here tonight. Um, if the board wanted to grant it that continuance, they could. If they did not want to grant that continuance under the circumstances, um, the we would take public comment and, and ensure that there's nothing presented from the applicant. Uh, in addition, we would then close the hearing and then we would be in a position to rule on the application based upon the testimony and exhibits that have been presented at that time. So with that, I would turn it back to the board to see if the board uh, would entertain the, the request that was received again at 2.03 p.m. this afternoon for that continuance. Okay, thank you, Mr. Walco. Uh, so what is the pleasure of the board? Does someone wish to make a motion to either accept or to deny the request for a continuance? Madam Chair, I'll make a motion to deny the continuance. Okay. It's a very short notice and frankly, the fact that they did not go to the Planning Commission after we asked them to do that is a little disconcerting. Okay, do I have a second? I'll make a second on that motion. Okay, thank you. We have a motion and a second. Is there any discussion by the board members? Okay, I would just add my two cents as well to say that I'm disappointed that they have not gone to the Planning Commission. Um, there is only one person on our board who is uh, a registered architect. Uh, there is no one on our board who is a planner or an engineer. And we do rely on our uh, planning commission and shade tree commissions to advise us on uh, how to proceed with the various development plans that we have. So I too am disappointed uh, as well as uh, Supervisor Phillips that they have not gone to the planning commission. So uh, at this point, is there any, uh, it, um, let me just double check, is the applicant here or anyone representing the applicant? Okay, I don't see anyone. Uh, is there anyone here from the public who has any comment upon this application? I don't see anyone. So uh, at this point, do we close the hearing or do we vote on? Uh, at this point, you would take a vote on, a vote on, on the motion that's on, the on motion. before okay, the board on so, the continuance at this time. Uh, the motion on the floor is to deny the continuance. Uh, all in favor of that motion, please say aye. Aye. Opposed? Okay, so it's three to one to deny the continuance. Okay, thank you. And with that, the and continuance request would be denied. I think it should okay. be stated for the record that um, Supervisor uh, Genoway is not present for this hearing tonight, uh, albeit it's still a three to one vote. Uh, with that being said, is there anybody here from the applicant or the applicant's representative? Seeing none, is there anybody from the public that wants to provide comment or testimony, seeing none. Uh, with that, uh, this hearing would be closed. Uh, the, we will be providing a formal uh, findings of fact, conclusions of law, and a decision within 45 days. I would expect that that decision would be rendered uh, at the next uh, business meeting in, in May in at May. that time. Okay, thank you. So that would bring the conditional use hearing from Alvarez uh, associates, sorry, Malvern Anderson LP to a, to a close and we can rejoin the, the meeting. Okay. Thank you. 
Um, so we are therefore done with this particular hearing, moving on to the next public hearing, uh, item C on our agenda, an ordinance amending the Upper Marion Township Zoning Code, Chapter 165, to create the use of a hookah bar and to provide for definitions, permitted zoning districts, and associated time and operational regulations on such use. Um, turning it over again to you, Mr. Walcott. Please. Thank you, Madam Chair. And again, we will uh, adjourn the public meeting and into this public hearing on this zoning ordinance to amend the Upper Marion Township Zoning Code, Chapter 165, to create the use of a hookah bar and to provide for definitions, permitted zoning districts, and associated time and operation regulations on that new use of a hookah bar. I have a few exhibits to mark. First is Board Exhibit 1 is the proposed ordinance itself. Board Exhibit 2 is the proof of publication of the legal notice advertising tonight's hearing on this ordinance in the Times-Herald, which was advertised on March 24th and March 31st, 2022. Board Exhibit 3 is the proof of submission of this ordinance to the Upper Marion Planning Commission, which was reviewed by the Planning Commission on March 9th, 2022. Board Exhibit 4 is proof of submission of the ordinance to the Montgomery County Planning Commission, which was submitted and received on March 7th, 2022. Board Exhibit 5 is a proof of submission of this proposed ordinance to the Montgomery County Law Library, which was marked received by the Law Library on March 24th, 2022. Uh, this was an ordinance that was previously discussed by the board. It was motioned to be advertised. There was an amendment at that time um, uh, before submissions uh, to increase the age requirement uh, for permission to enter the hookah bar from 18 to 21. Uh, that change was made. Um, at this time, I will ask if there is any public comment on this ordinance. Anybody here from the public want to provide comment on this ordinance amendment? Hearing and seeing none, um, I could briefly again explain what the ordinance does, which is does create this new use of a hookah bar and provides a definition of a hookah bar, uh, provides certain requirements for where that hookah bar can be provided within the township. Um, and essentially it, it is uh, requiring the township, uh, requiring the hookah bar to be located in the, the light industrial. Mm -hmm district and uh, has some distance requirements from uh, certain situations such as places of worship and assembly, libraries, parks, uh, schools, um, and additional requirements in the safety, health, and welfare interests of the township. Okay. Um, that said, do any of my colleagues have any questions or comments about this proposed ordinance? No. Okay, and no one here is either representing any book of our owners and no one here seems to have any questions or comments from the public? Okay, that said, uh, can I have a motion to approve this ordinance? I'd like to make a motion to adopt this ordinance amendment regarding hookah bars. Okay, um, motion made by uh, Ms. Garzillo. I will second. Second by Mr. Wax. Uh, any other discussion? Okay, seeing none. Uh, all in favor, please say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, it passes 4-0. Okay, thank you.
Alrighty, now we're up to the consent agenda. Mr. Wax. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. At this point in time, I would like to make a motion to change the consent agenda specifically to remove item four, uh, financial escrow security release number one, uh, Malvern School Properties, King of Prussia, LLC. Remove it from the consent agenda and create a new agenda item, letter I, which would be that particular item. Okay. Uh, do I have a second for that motion? I'll second that, Madam Chair. Okay, thank you. Second from Mr. Phillips. Um, do we need to have discussion? Any discussion on that? Just to change the agenda? Uh, All in favor of... I can... I'll, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Madam Chair. I mean, I can discuss it a little bit when we get to the... Um, when we get to letter I, I, but just as a reminder, uh, uh, Commonwealth law changed last year, and for us to change a business meeting agenda at the last minute, we actually do have to have a, a formal motion and a vote. So that is why we're going through the process. Okay, thank you for that reminder. Okay, so all in favor of that motion to move item D4 to item a separate item I on our agenda, please signify by saying aye. 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 Four zero. Thank you. We will move that to item I. So I will go forward then with the consent agenda as it is remaining. Um, we have resolution 2022-21 regarding recognizing Arbor Day. Do we have those resolutions? Um, I don't believe I have that. Um, Okay, is somebody going to read it? You want to read these? Who's? Um, we have Arbor Day and we have two. Are we going to read these separately? No? No, it's on the Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. So we have to repeat Resolution 2022 21 recognizing Arbor Day. Number two, resolution 2022-22 regarding recognizing Earth Day. Number three, resignation of Janet Medrow from the Library Board of Directors. Skipping number four, which has been moved. We go to number five, which becomes number four. Financial escrow security release number six, Horizon Drive Group, LP, 3700 Horizon Drive. Approval of escrow release number six to Horizon Drive Group LP in the amount of $4,975 for the completion of required site improvements to date as part of the building expansion project as recommended by the township engineer. Number five, Trout Run, Mat Sunk Treatment Plan, Biosolids Removal Contract Bid Award for the years 2022 to 2024 to award the biosolids removal contract for the trout run and mat sunk treatment plants to J.P. Mascaro and Sons of Audubon, PA in the amount of $3,852,250, being the lowest responsible bidder and authorizing the proper township officials to sign all contract agreements. Number six, annual township electrical maintenance service contract bid award for the years 2022 to 2024 to award the annual Township Electrical Maintenance Service Contract to U.S. Solutions, Inc. of Quakertown, PA in the amount of $761,305, being the lowest responsible bidder and authorizing the proper township officials 
to sign all contract agreements. Number seven, annual road line striping contract bid, aware, bid award for the years 2022 to 2024 to award the annual road line striping contract to Traffic and Safety Signs, Inc. of Kennett Square, PA in the amount of $218,020.60, being the lowest responsible bidder and authorizing the proper township officials to sign all contract agreements. Number eight, Linear Park Project Phase Two Bid Award to award the Linear Park Project Phase Two Bid to RoadCon, Inc. of Westchester, PA in the amount of $1,837,404.70, including alternates number one, trail section at 841st Avenue, and number two, portion of trail section at 601 Allendale Road, being the lowest responsible bidder and authorizing the proper township officials to sign all contract agreements. Um, I'll just make a note here that um, this is no cost to the township. Uh, the bid, the business, business improvement district got a grant that will cover this project. Number nine, fence height exception request, 475 Allendale Road. Consideration of a request from the property owner of 475 Allendale Road pursuant to section 165-208 of the township zoning code to permit an eight foot high open picket steel security fence enclosure for an emergency generator in the front of the property as shown on the site plan prepared by Pannoni Associates stated 224-2022 subject to the following conditions. A, the fence shall not have any security spikes and B, installation of landscaping as shown on the site plan. Number 10, change order number one for the Schuylkill River West Trail phase two. This change order reflects a 60 day extension of the contract time for this project due to a delay in the design and procurement of materials for the retaining work. Number 11, Payment certificate number one, Schuylkill River West Trail phase two, payment to James R. Kenny Excavating and Paving Inc. in the amount of $30,380 for work done on the Schuylkill River Trail, uh, Schuylkill River West Trail. Number 12, authorization for the proper township officials to advertise the following bids. A, 2022 Montgomery County Consortium fuel contract, B, Tannery Drive, Creek Bank Stabilization, and Retaining Wall Project. Uh, the stabilization portion of this project will be done by Upper Marion, by our own staff, who will be doing the stabilization, grading, and seeding. The Retaining Wall Project, in order to do this in the most effective and efficient way, that portion of this will be bid out. Uh, number 13, the appointment to the Farmer's Market Advisory Board of Susan Saracini. Uh, number 14, uh, transfer of funds from the fire tax fund to capital equipment maintenance. Uh, this is um, for repair of a rescue truck. And for Swedesburg, Swedesburg will pay for the first $5,000 of this uh, <clears throat> repair. 
And that is it for the consent agenda. Does anyone have any, any of my colleagues have any questions or comments on any of the items on the consent agenda? Yes, I have two questions, Madam Chair. Um, I know we've renumbered the agenda, but on the fence height exception request, mm -hmm. uh, we've asked for no spikes on, on these. The drawing shows what I would consider a spike. Yes. Are you okay with what's in the drawing? Yes, because we've we've told them that those that material you can't have. If you look at the one drawing, you'll have a spike, and then you have this little hook. Those hooks that are bolted on can't be on there. Yeah. The hooks. Okay, so what I'm seeing here on their drawing yep. is that they have a spike that comes up. I just want to make make clear, right? This is a security fence for a very sensitive organization. Yeah. So and they have a they have a um, spike on the, it, it's what, spike on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. If you're okay with that, our code doesn't allow security spikes. Um, so or barbed wire, electrified fence, or razor wire. So that's why we told them to remove that, since um, you know those spikes yeah, I'm, could cause a problem. Yeah. I, I'm just suggesting that this is what's in their, our packet. So yeah. this is what they're asking for, and you're okay with this. Not the spike. That's why we're at, we're okay. reporting on that. If you would like to wait, we can get a revised drawing. But I think that could be handled under the in, in the building permit process by by removing those little hooks or spikes. Okay. Um, second question. With all the air out over here, um, the payment for Kenny uh, um, excavating and paving. That's for phase two. That's the first application that they're making for Kenny uh, for Cooper West. Yes, that's their first payout. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. Any other questions or comments? Okay. I would just like to recognize uh, Janet Medro, who is resigning from the Library Board of Directors, and wish to thank her for her diligent. Um, work on the library board. Uh, she's been on there, I don't know for how many years, but for as many years as I can remember, uh, she has been a wonderful addition to our she's library board and we yeah. will miss her on that board greatly. So thank you, Janet Medro, and uh, we are very sorry to see you leave the board and we know that um, you're doing it for very serious reasons as well. So thank you for your, um, your valuable, um, import for everything you've done for the library board. Um, that's all that I have. Anyone? Okay, would someone like to make a motion to approve the consent agenda? Uh, so moved. I'll second. Okay, moved and seconded by Mr. Wax and Ms. Garzillo respectively. Um, any comments from the public? Any questions from the public on the consent agenda? Okay, seeing none, uh, can we, I have a vote? Uh, all in favor, please say aye. Aye. Four zero for the consent agenda. All right. Next is resolution 2022-23, Franklin Map Car Wash, 333 South Henderson Road, consideration of a preliminary slash final sub subdivision plan for Franklin Map Car Wash 
333 South Henderson Road, prepared by SDOC Consulting Engineers, dated February 2nd, 2022, last revised February 7th, 2022, for the subdivision of the existing 3.6 acre LI light industrial zoned property into two lots. Uh, Mr. Estock going to be presenting. Pardon? Okay, he's not going to be presenting anything. Uh, would you like to speak at all in favor of this? Ashton, do you want to just do a quick overview just... and then? Yeah, so this project is located on South Henderson Road, uh, adjacent to the Turnpike and the Car Wash and Taco Bell down there. Uh, specifically, uh, this project is two existing lots, one of which goes through the existing car wash. The proposal is to change that lot. So it's called a subdivision, but it's basically just a lot line adjustment. Mm -hmm. um, the total acreage is about 3.6 acres. Those, the specific parcel size will be changing, but they will be compliant with all regulations. Okay. Um, in the lot line change, there is a proposed shared access easement for both parcels to enter the properties. That lot line is nearly going down the center of that road. It is slightly off, but it is nearly going down the center of that road. Both parcels will provide all parking on site to be compliant, but they will be accessed by that shared access way. Okay. Okay, thank you. Um, and, and no improvements are proposed at this time. No. Okay, so it's simply dividing this lot into two separate parcels, but basically by just moving the line over because it's already two separate parcels. Exactly, it's already two parcels and the configuration of those parcels will be changing. Okay, so does anyone else have any, any of my colleagues have any questions or comments? Yeah, uh, just real quick, Madam Chair, and that is we did just hear about this in the workshop meeting uh, that preceded this business meeting. And normally I would say that well, I would like a little time to think about this between the workshop meeting and the business meeting, but this is such a minor thing that, it, that I don't think it takes much time to think about. Okay. Um, seeing no other comments here, is there anyone from the public who would like to make any comments or ask any questions about this? Okay, seeing none. Oh. Um, um, Wait, someone is raising their hand. Change their uh, minds. Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, so I'll make a motion to approve um, the, the minor subdivision plan uh, resolution 2022-23. Okay. And do I have a second? I'll make a second motion. Okay. Thank you. We have a, a motion by Mr. Phillips and a second by Mr. Garzillo. Uh, all in favor, please signify by saying aye. Aye. Four zero. It passes. Thank you. Okay. Um, we have now item F, PICO Perpetual Recreation Easement Agreement for Chester Valley Trail Extension First Amendment, approval of an amendment to the July 16, uh, 2016 Recreation Easement Agreement with PICO, modifying and correcting the easement area as shown on revised Exhibit A, <clears throat> prepared by Bull Smythe Engineers, dated April 6, 2022 for the construction of the Chester Valley Trail along the Pico-Hanson Access 
slash Bill Smith Boulevard corridor right of way subject to the final form of the agreement as approved by the solicitor. Um, shall I read G together with this or shall we take them separately? Sure. Separately then, okay. Um, I will um, ask our solicitor to comment on this or Mr. Do you, do you Mr. want me to Hamaday? just give a, another quick if, overview? You want to give an overview uh, of this, please. Thank very you. quickly, as the board is aware, the township has an existing a perpetual recreation easement agreement with PICO for the use of their right-of-way uh, from Bill Smith Boulevard uh, at its intersection with uh, South Golf Road all mm -hmm. the way through um, the, the, the right-of-way along Hanton Access mm -hmm. to its intersection with Henderson Road. Right. That easement agreement uh, is for recreation purposes. Subsequent to that, once the township secured that, they also, and we will get into G, um, sub gave an easement agreement in our e uh, easement to uh, the K Montgomery County for the continuation of the Chester Valley Trail. Uh, as a result, the county designed the trail uh, in a certain location. The PICO had not approved the location of the county's proposed trail and is now being has been requesting that the county shift the trail location and the trail was going to go on the east side of the King of Prussia Inn across Bill Smith Boulevard and then along the Han Bill Smith Hanson Access Pico e uh, electric easement down the middle of the easement between the high tension towers. Pico has said that they want the trail now to be relocated to the east side of the inn instead of the west side and then the trail to hug the uh, Bill Smith Boulevard and Hanson Access Road. So it keeps it a, a, away from, or as far as it can be between the towers. Um, so that necessitates the need for us to modify our lease agree or easement agreement with PICO to shift it from one side of the end to the other and to take a little bit more of their right away toward Abrams Run Apartments and Hanson Access. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No, it, it, we're basically changing the description and the location just, of the trail. Just a, just we're not chasing a little bit of the a little easement. behind the... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Madam Chair. So, yes. so Mr. Hamaday, just to, to be clear, so that that's this easement that we're going to consider right now, but item G is the mm -hmm. modification of our easement with PICO to reflect whatever it is that we have. Or yeah. uh, actually, this item G is our modification with the county to reflect whatever this yes. modification is. Okay, got it. Well, yeah. So we just needed to, that easement, we just need to move it a little bit so they can incorporate the, the location that PICO wants the trail to be in. And then we're going to have another agreement with the county to modify our agreement to include that extra piece of the PICO right away. So nothing else changes. All the other details of the agreement, the, right. the compensation remained the same. So right. there's no additional compensation. The lease area remains the same. We just shift it to uh, okay. a little bit. And the, our legal right to use the easement for recreation purposes, it's a broad term, uh, doesn't change. Okay. So... Do we need to have a vote on this yes. at this point then yeah. on each separate? There'll be an agreement that a revised amendment. On, on both F and G separately. Yeah. Okay. Fine. You have a, a question. 
Yes. And Mr. Hammond, just for clarification, this portion of the trail has not been constructed yet. That this is this is um, mm -hmm. for the future. Yes. Just development of the trail. Ms. Garzo, okay. you, you're correct. Mm -hmm. County wants to start this in May. So, you know, uh, because other components or what I'll call the, the, the bookends of the trail have already been done. Mm -hmm. So this is that middle, almost a middle piece uh, from uh, South Gulf to Solon. They want to get done. Will this change any of that time frame for them or will they be able to proceed on schedule? No, that's why they've asked us uh, to, or the board to consider action on this this month so they can keep that timetable thank you okay so can i have a, a motion to agree to the changes in the location of the trail as proposed in item f i'll make a motion to approve the first amendment to the pico perpetual recreation easement okay you have a second second okay i have a second of an Motion by Mr. Phillips and a second by Mrs. Garzillo. Uh, is there anything from the public on this? Okay, seeing none, uh, can I have a vote of aye if you're in favor of this? All in favor? Aye. aye. Okay, that's 4-0. And then item G, the second amendment is um, similar, County of Montgomery Perpetual Recreation Easement Agreement for Chester Valley Trail Extension. Second Amendment, approval of a Second Amendment to the July 16th Recreation Easement Agreement with Montgomery County, modifying and correcting the easement area as shown on revised Exhibit A, dated April 1, 2022, for the construction of the Chester Valley Trail along the Pico Hansen Access slash Bill Smith Boulevard corridor right of way. Um, same thing, just basically changing uh, the location, the exact location yeah. of the trail away from being between the two, the yeah. um, the large electric Correct. wires and uh, moving it closer to the edges, basically. Correct. So, can I have a motion on item G, second so amendment? Moved. Okay, moved by Ms. Wax. Now second. Second by Ms. Garzillo. Any further discussion? Anyone from the public? Seeing none. All in favor, please say aye. I four zero, and next item uh, H is the approval of the release and settlement agreement, BKP Powell Brinjack Community Center roof litigation, approval of the mutual release and settlement agreement with Buell Kratzer Powell Limited, Joseph Powell and Brinjack Engineering for the Upper Marion Community Center construction project litigation subject to the consideration in terms outlined in said agreement. Um, we have had mediation prior to the settlement and um, have any, any of my colleagues have any questions or comments on this? Um, can I have uh, a motion to approve the release and settlement agreement? I'll make a motion to approve the release and settlement agreement with BKP Powell Brinjack for the community center roof litigation. Okay, I have a motion to approve by Mr. Phillips. I will second. And a second from Mr. Wax. Okay, um, is there any, are there any questions or comments from the audience? Okay, seeing none, then uh, please signify your approval of this by voting aye. All in favor? Aye. aye. Four zero. 
Okay, now we are at item I, which is, um, let me read this, the item that was moved from the consent agenda. Uh, financial escrow security release number one, Malvern School Properties, King of Prussia, LLC, approval of escrow release number one to Malvern School Properties, 800 Mansell Mill Road, in the amount of $110,666.50, for the completion of required site improvements inspected to date as part of the Malvern School Project as recommended by the Township Engineer. So, um, shall I, uh, I guess I'll ask for a motion to approve this escrow release. Can I have a motion to approve this release? I'll make a motion to approve the release. Okay, thank you. Do I have a second? A second. Okay, a second from Mrs. Garzillo. Um, do we have some discussion on this? Mr. Wax. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I will be very brief. Uh, there have sure. been multiple concerns uh, raised about this project over the past few weeks, and as such, I will be voting no on the escrow release. Okay. Does anyone else have any comments, questions? Anything from, nothing from my colleagues, anything from the public? Okay, seeing no one, um, I will proceed to a vote on this. Uh, all in favor, please signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. No. So it passes three to one. Okay, thank you everyone. Um, next we have accounts payable and payrolls. Uh, do I have a motion to be able to pay our bills? Motion to pay the bills. Okay, thank you. And a second? I'll second. Okay. Motion by Mr. Wax, seconded by Ms. Garzillo. Any questions, comments from the board, from the public? Okay, seeing none, uh, please signify um, by saying aye. 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 No one opposed? No. Okay, 4 0. Thank you. I didn't hear your aye. Sorry. Okay, uh, for additional business, um, do my colleagues have any additional business? Um, Mr. Wax. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. I have two matters of additional business. First, today is Thursday, April 14. Tomorrow is Friday, April 15. Tomorrow, Friday, April 15, is the BCA application deadline. The BCA is a collaborative organization that exists between the township and Valley Forge Casino Resort that provides grants to organizations which provide services to Upper Marion Township residents and scholarships to graduating high school seniors who reside in Upper Marion Township and who are looking to continue their ed education after they graduate high school. If you are still interested in applying, there is time. Uh, applications can be found on the township website over, under the government tab under the Boards and Commissions sub-tab, and there you will see Board of Community Assistance BCA. If you want to apply, turn in the application. Tomorrow at 5 p.m., tomorrow is definitely the deadline. I believe it's 5 p.m. All the information is there. Uh, the BCA is scheduled to make its grant and scholarship recommendations at the business meeting in May. So that is always something worth looking forward to, and I am certainly looking forward to reviewing all the applications which I do as liaison to the BCA, and to hearing their recommendations be presented to the public in May. 
that is my first announcement. Secondly, uh, I just want to take a moment to wish all of our Muslim residents a peaceful Ramadan and easy fasting, Ramadan Mubarak. Uh, also, tomorrow is the start of Passover, so I want to wish our Jewish residents uh, Chag Sameach and happy Passover. And of course, Sunday is Easter Sunday, and I'd like to wish all our residents to celebrate Easter a very happy Easter. Thank you, Madam Chair. Okay, thank you, Mr. Wax. Ms. Berzal. All right. Um I wanted to make some comments about Arbor Day. Uh, we adopted the resolution this evening, but I just wanted to make some comments about celebrating Arbor Day. Uh, one thing that I wanted to acknowledge is that for this year, we are getting ready to celebrate our 46th consecutive year of being honored with an award from the Arbor Day Foundation for Tree City USA. Uh, we are the only, there are only two municipalities within the Commonwealth that have this recognition, and we're honored to be one of those. Uh, so for the 46th year, we had the distinct, distinguished honor of being considered a um, Tree City USA. And for the second year in a row, we went to the next level and we uh, have been awarded the Growth Award. So those are two honors that show um, the, the, um, the um, high regard that we place on our uh, Shade Tree Commission and their dedication to uh, what they provide for our township and, um, and just trying to have sustainability and have a, a greener society. Uh, there's some criteria that depends on us getting the award of the Tree City USA, and those four items are, we have to have a tree board, which is our Shade Tree Commission. We have to have a tree care ordinance, which we have. We have to set aside $2 per capita in our annual budget for a forestry program. And the final item is Arbor Day Observance and Proclamation. So we did the proclamation this evening, and then I'm segueing into on April 23rd is our Earth Day celebration here at the Township Building. It's Saturday, April 23rd from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. There's more information about it on our website if you wanted to um, see the specific details. There's also a recycling event that'll be uh, occurring simultaneously. I believe that the recycling is happening at the middle school, but I'm not positive about that. Um, there's a le electronics uh, recycling as well as paper recycling, and they're being sponsored by, I believe, our two electeds that are uh, Senator mm -hmm. Capaletti and um, Representative um, Tim Briggs. So um, if you're around on Saturday, April 23rd, it's always a lot of fun, a lot of activities going on. It's, um, it's hosted by our Parks and Rec Department and always is a really good time. Lots of vendors, food vendors, music, um, entertainment for the children, a lot happening that day. Uh, so please uh, join us here if, if you have the opportunity. And I also wanted to do a shout out to the Shade Tree Commission that they just had a park event this past Saturday that volunteers showed up at Hoiser Park and did a lot of work with uh, maintaining some tree samplings that were planted. So thank you Shade Tree Commission for all that you do uh, for our park system. And uh, the last item that I'll mention related to Earth Day and Arbor Day is um, the Shade Tree Commission is now accepting uh, nominations for the beautification award that they do annually. So if you have a neighbor that you'd like to recognize that just takes that extra special care of their, uh, their property, um, you can also, also self-nominate. So if you yourself are out there and uh, spending time in your yard just beautifying it, you can nominate yourself. So nominate yourself or a neighbor and uh, Shade Tree Commission is accepting those nominations now. And my last comment is if you're away visiting family and friends this weekend for the holidays, please be safe and enjoy your holidays. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I have one question about the um, nominations for beautification awards. 
In past years, there have been separate categories for both the front yard and the backyard. Is that still the same? Yes. Okay. Yes, front yard and backyard. And, and one okay. commercial um, nomination as well. Great. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Phillips, anything? Just want to, like Mr. Wax, wish everybody who's celebrating Ramadan, Passover, and Easter a happy holiday season. Okay, thank you. Um, the only the only thing that I have at this moment is um, I got a I got a packet of these notices from the county, um, and this was news to me. I just haven't noticed these things. I didn't look at our website carefully enough, apparently. But because I got these in the mail, I thought perhaps there were other people who this slid under their radar as well. Um, Montgomery County is asking people for ideas on how to go forward with pandemic recovery. And they're asking you to support your ideas, your projects to do so. Um, the county would like to know from you what is important, what's in the works and what has potential. If you have any ideas, about how to use Montgomery County's $161 million in pandemic recovery funds uh, in order to ensure equitable recovery given the disproportionate impact of the pandemic and the economic crisis on certain demographic groups, neighborhoods, and industries over the last two years, please let the county know. You can find more information on our website on umtownship.org uh, this information is also, I believe, on our uh, television um, public service. And I can also give you the phone number, 610-750-8200. Uh, or you can uh, learn more at www.montcopa.org slash recovery office. The submission deadline is April 30th, 2022. Uh, if you have any specific ideas or suggestions as to how best to use the funds from uh, the pandemic recovery funds. So that said, that's, um, I will also wish everyone very happy holidays to, regardless of what religion that you are celebrating, um, be safe to, and be happy and celebrate, I hope, with your family and with your friends. That said, uh, we have the public comment and we have someone here who would like to speak to us as well. Thank you. Hi, would you please state your name and and address. Okay, thank you. Okay. Hi, uh, my name is John Dano. I reside at 750 Hobbs Road. Um, there's a building project that's depicted, mm -hmm. and that's 730 Hobbs Road. I've been in uh, pretty much constant communication with the township since the uh, onset of the clearing that 
was done uh, in throughout the good portion of last year. It started in February of last year, and we approached the township about uh, that clearing. And, and I have, I've had a continual battle with the township about the legalities of issues here. And uh, I would like to clarify what, what has been going on between the, neighbor, the, the neighbors concerned and the township. Okay, Mr. Dana, before you continue, um, you're welcome to give us some more information, but I, I know sent, that you've I been, sent emails to everyone. I, I, I know, I've, I've seen them. Okay. Uh, and I was out at the property myself yesterday with Mr. Hamaday. Okay. And um, I would just like to ask you if you could summarize your comments probably in about 10 minutes or so. And um, mm -hmm. because this isn't the first time that you've been here. And I, like you said, well, I, you I, have, was, I was have here on, on February 10th. And, I, and you guys uh, basically told me I wasn't an engineer and I had no qualifications to talk about this project, basically. That was that was the summary of the February 10th. And uh, what I would like to find out now is I have pointed out significant earth disturbance on this project. And I have been continually uh, answered with not all tree removal is earth disturbance. And I would like Mr. Hamaday to state what his opinion is, what, what does Mr. Hamaday consider earth disturbance? Because, uh, I mean, code is quite clear on what earth disturbance is and what has happened at this project has, has been clear cutting and clear cutting, as far as I know, in any definition, in any, in any state, clear cutting of land is earth disturbance. And are you in agreement with that, Mr. Hamaday? Do you wish me to answer Mr. that? Mr. Hamaday, yeah. would you like to answer that? Yes and no. Uh, the cutting of trees, the township is not considered earth disturbance. No, cutting of trees is not. Okay, now, has the board received my email with the photographs of, it's a, it's a sequential photographs starting on February, February 22nd, 2021, continue, and continuing through December of 2021. And I have a sequence of photographs that indicate what was going on on the property in that time frame. That was a quite a long time frame. We have photos to document it starting on February 22nd with the backhoe and the big trees being ripped out of the earth. So have, has anyone looked at those photographs in sequence? Would and would you, would anyone in the board deny that we have clear cut this land? Uh, I would like Mr. Hamaday to reply I haven't seen all or, the photographs, so I don't, yeah. I don't know, but um, two things to keep in mind, and I've met yes. with Mr. Dano uh, on a couple occasions. The neighbors do have concerns. There is an approved plan. 
Uh, the homeowner, yes, I think the township is aware uh, that the homeowner did prior to the issuance of any permits and prior to even the submission of permit applications for uh, grading and uh, steep slope disturbance, did some work on his property, which we would, he would have a right to cut trees down, remove invasive vines. I uh, believe what they were trying to remove was the devil's walking stick. Um, there's still a large section of the property that has those invasives and a lot of material mm -hmm. uh, that was dumped. I'd ask the, the, the homeowner and the engineer, the homeowner's architect to provide us with a, a drawing, and I apologize here, um, to show the area that the homeowner was removing that, and that sh is shown here in that blue or purple, however it comes up, that's, area. That's the blue shaded area yeah. on, on... Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. And it was blue shaded area on the other side of the uh, septic field, mm -hmm. and they called out the emergency crews today mm -hmm. because the steep slope has been failing. A matter of fact, it, was, it just failed where uh, you guys were standing where you were standing on that mound of earth, mm -hmm. a piece of equipment started sliding down the hill. And emergency crews, I'm, I'm hoping that no one was hurt, but this is what happens when you disturb earth on a slope. And I mean, uh, the, uh, the, the code is clear on what are the limits of disturbance. But if you, but if you, uh, attempt to put uh you know too big of a, a building on too small of a property and and you have to get up to the limits like 29.99 percent of steep slope all that blue shaded area is sloped area and it was clear cut and clear cut means that it was disturbed so the man is much over 29.99 percent of steep slope that, that's one violation. The other violation is that's over 5,000 square feet that he disturbed and cut up. And my, my photographs that I've provided to you prove that it was, and it's been covered over, it's been planted with grass, and it only requires a little over 4,000 square feet to exceed the one acre limit. And Mr. Costello knew it, I mean, I, when he was digging out a big tree along my driveway, right at the property line, which I have shown in the pictures, there's a, a yellow circle, large trees on either side of this yellow circle. And after Mr. Costello took those down with, a, with his grading machine, he chopped them down and he pulled the roots out. And my wife called me and said, you know that Dan is working right at the property line. So I approached Dan and I said, Dan, are you supposed to be this? I know where he was working is in the blue shaded area of my depiction. And I said to Mr. Costello, Dan, are you supposed to be taking stuff off the property line like this? And he basically gave me the, the same thing that he gave me at the end of the, the last meeting. Uh, February 10th, I got a a, a text message from Dan Costello right immediately after this as I was going to bed I got and, and it's included in the pictures that that text message I got is included in pictures to show you Mr. Costello's uh, 
attitude towards this because I was turned away because I was saying uh, there is excessive earth disturbance. My conversation with, with Mr. Costello on the day that he was removing the tree roots from my property line, he, I said, Dan, I know you're exceeding more than an acre of disturbance. And he's, he just, you know, arrogantly says to me, uh, Miss, yeah, I probably am. Well, that's the kind of an attitude that I, I don't take kindly to. And another, I, I wanted to uh, clarify, I am, I have been a certified inspector, certified by the FAA for over 45 years, continually 45 in aviation as a mechanic and a certified aircraft inspector. And I believe that inspectors need to know how to interpret code. They need to enforce code. Now, all of that disturbance, I have video, I, I have, I, I, I can't tell you how many pictures I have of, of the earth disturbance. And we were, I know that, uh, I asked Mr. Hamaday, how many times was this uh, site inspected? And that was part of the things that he said he would answer at this. Like in the time frame when this clearing was done from February to December, he was de the clearing was done before permits were ever issued. When did, when did he have township authorization to start that clearing? Mr. Hamaday, could you answer? Yes. Please. Uh, the township issued two permits, uh, two stormwater read permits, one for the stormwater system design, and then, uh, and that was on 4-23-2001, and then on December 23rd, 2021, we issued another stormwater B for the steep slope disturbance. So two, two permits, two well, stormwater B As far as the demo issues. plan, following the demo plan, what... It, the demo plan for the to for the, for the, the site for the yeah the I demo plan for the site when was he approved to start that because it calls for the removal of 53 trees and it calls for the replanting of 99 trees mm -hmm. correct correct oh, yes so when was he officially approved to begin demo of that property the he, was a, he was a, the township issued the permit for the slope and disturbance and grading on December the 23rd, 2021. So the clearing was completed at that time. Already, it was already in excess of an acre. It was plowed over and it was graded off and planted with grass about a month before the permit was issued. We have no violation here. And the inspection, the permits were issued while this, uh, the, the uh, great, the blue shaded area had all been clear cut. And I have testimony, on, and, and that testimony is part of my emails to the board from Steve Brown saying that the only way that they could improve this lot, the rear lot, was to clear cut it. So this was Excuse knowledge. Excuse me, who, who is Steve Brown? Steve Brown is the architect engineer that uh, designed the home. Okay. And he testified at uh, the 
the, the uh, planning commission, the zoning board, in February. That and all, all of that is included in the emails that I provided to the board. He testified under oath that this land, that you could not build a house on this land. It posed too many problems. And if you read the testimony, the testimony is in my emails, and I highlighted every word he said. And he, under oath, he said, no, you cannot build a house on this lot. And it's, it's depicted in my emails as page 42, 43, uh, and whatever. There's four pages in, in, uh, that are a uh, transcript of the zoning board hearing a year before the clearing began. It was in February of 2020, the zoning board hearing. Uh, Mark Zadroga was present at that zoning board hearing, so he should be he should have been aware that Mr. Steve Brown said that this the the rear lot that they are currently improving had too many difficult problems. There was it it, it, it was on it was a tree covered it was tree covered. It's on a steep slope. I mean, and and he said. Under, you know, when he was questioned at the zoning board hearing, no, he said, no, this is very unlikely to be uh, where we would place a home. Madam Chair, if I could just I, I, jump I, in because. Yeah, I was gonna, go ahead. Yeah, I, I just want to jump in because a lot of what you're saying we've heard before. And I'm, I'm very sympathetic to what you're saying because if I, you know, I've, I've been to Hobbs many times I've over the years with a knocking doors to campaign or I'm a big bike rider so I've actually biked Hobbs on many occasions over the years and and you have a, certainly have a beautiful property and I understand why you don't want this well I, I'm not trying to say I, I no I, no but but I, where I'm going with all this just give me one second is ultimately there's really only one question here uh and that is uh and I'm going to direct this to our our township manager and our township engineer has the uh app the the previous applicant, the person who's building the house, has he violated township code in regards to earth disturbance? I would say all evidence, with the evidence that was presented, no. Okay. And um, I know you were there just yesterday it was, and I don't know the last time uh, Ms. Kubriel was there, uh, but you have been there in the, in the past? Uh, the township codes department has been handling yeah. the inspections. Okay. All our code officials and, the, and the code officials uh, agree that the yes. um, the uh, person building the house, I, regard, I forget what his name is, has not violated the, I, I don't know what else there honestly is for, for us to do here. Yeah. If there's a violation, if you, if you could, I mean, maybe I can. if you were, I have, well, what I would say is, what what I I would say is if, if you can. Is indisputable. Well, it's not indisputable because our township employees are disputing it. So it's not indisputable. What I would say is I think you have two options. Um, I don't think you're going to like the options, but I think you have two options. I think you can consider hiring uh, your own engineer or expert to take measurements to uh, determine with a high level of accuracy um, um, as to whether or not the, uh, your neighbor is violating um, the, our earth disturbance code. Uh, and the second option is to, you know, consider the legal route. And that is to go to court and file an injunction. Well, but I don't think that there really is that much that we can do when, um, 
all our township employees who've been out there state that the um, builder of the single family home slash mega mansion yes. is acting within the township code. And was I'm he, very Was he acting within code to that clear that what, land? That is what our that is what our employees are saying. Our employees are going out there and giving, you know, they're providing their honest feedback to our township manager. They have no skin in this game any in any way, shape, or form. I, I heard if that can, many times. We have no if, skin in this game. If you can, if you can, they're there to provide a fair analysis. If you can have an expert, you know, contradict what the township employees are I saying. I am an expert inspector. I've been an, an inspector for 45 years. I am certified by the Federal Aviation Administration to be an inspector. Uh, Mr. Dana, if, if I might. Ms. Calubrio, in your review of this plan, um, Section 140B-20 of our code right. talks about design. I'm not talking with you, Mr. Dana. Yes. So, Ms. Calubrio, um, talks about design requirements. One of them is NPDES requirements. Have they met the, the required NPDES requirements? So the, th the threshold for requiring an NPDES permit is one acre and they are below that threshold in okay. terms of earth disturbance. So, so they, so at this point, at least on paper, they didn't need to do that, correct? That's correct. Right. And, and so when was the last time you were out at the site? The, the township code, yeah, we haven't been providing inspections. Township code has been handling the inspections. Right, but on you site. personally have not been out to the site. No. Okay, so Mr. Hamaday, when was the last time codes was out there? Uh, the last time we were out there was yesterday. Okay. So Mr. Sakel, Mr. Zdroga, and I were out there uh, yesterday morning, and then Mrs. Kenny and I went out yesterday afternoon. But I do have a list of inspections from the pre-construction meetings that we had on site, all the way through to the actual physical inspections of any construction. Yeah, so I think what Mr. Dano is, is really talking about is clear cutting, right? So how does our code uh, officials, in, how do they interpret like getting rid of invasive vines and stuff? Yeah. That's all quote unquote ground vegetation. Yeah. So how, how does that not get included in, under our definition? How it is not yeah, because under our, clear cutting? Because our definition yes. is, is yes. very similar to what PADCED has, which yep. is disturbance is anything, you know, from uh, clearing out vegetation to... So the question is, how, how do we deal with invasive vines and that type of stuff? We, we have not required any permits for the removal of invasives or the cutting of trees, and, 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 and quite the opposite. We encourage the removal of invasive species, vines, et cetera. As long as the individual is not physically disturbing the soil, changing the grade, uh, regrading, you know, this slope area that's in question, um, for all evidence, yes, I don't think anybody doubts that the owner was out there and cut trees. Um, and taking them out by the roots. And, you know, and not really removed, helping Mr. Dana. So. And probably and removed probably all the invasives uh, and then planted grass seed. So in, in any normal homeowner would do that on his lawn. Uh, to, to this extent, we, we wouldn't be even notified or be involved. And we wouldn't t stop them from doing it. So, so the line of the sediment and erosion control, yeah. does that go throughout this area that he removed vegetation and then planted seeds on? At this point, this area here, a portion of this purple area is 
beyond the okay. uh, soil erosion and, and sedimentation controls, silt socks, and even outside the limited disturbance. Okay, thank you. The, the so, one thing I would add as well is that this board relies on the professional expertise uh, here of, we of our of our staff, our employees. <clears throat> uh, we rely on the decisions of our engineer when they go out to check on uh, such property development, and we and we are con I am confident yeah. that we have. Um, we have the correct answers from from our professional staff. Their professional licenses, their professional reputations are on the line, yep. um, and they do not represent a homeowner. They don't represent anyone but the township, and we mm -hmm. strive to be as fair as possible uh, to both the property owner who is proposing a development as well as to their neighbors. And... Mm -hmm. um, so I would just say that at this point, we, we've also gotten reports from the architect yep. of the property yep. owner and the, that person's engineer as well, yep. Yep. who also have their own reputations on the line. I don't think any one of those, you know, not that it couldn't happen, but I don't think any one of those professionals, whether the architects or the engineers involved in this or our township yep. Uh, yep. employees, who have been doing this for decades, I don't think any of those would have been, would put their reputations on the line for one property owner um, to falsify well, information or to miscalculate. Not that human beings can't make mistakes or miscalculations, but I'm convinced, I'm confident that um, what's going forward is within well, the boundaries of what is required. Do you see page three? page three of what I gave you, right? And uh, there's the, the email with about, I think there's, I think I have seven or eight pictures, photographs of the land. I have a 360 degree video standing in the middle of the clear cut. And if you, if any one of the four bed board members here could, could explain to me how those photographs of thickly wooded area are now, if, if, if they are now, they are now, the whole entire area has been clear cut. And if you don't, you don't need to be an expert. You just need to be able to look at a picture and say that used to be all wooded area. And he, I have the photographs to prove it. I have but the Mr. video Dana, to what, prove but, it. Okay. And now it's flat as it's flat as a pan. Right, some, right. some of what I saw, though, I was there this afternoon and some of what I saw was cleared. Um, a it, lot of what I saw was what I would consider um, messy undergrowth and brambles and and trees at, at the could one you pull end up of a there. Picture, pull and up a picture on on, I don't on need your a computer of there. what clear cutting looks like. But I was no, there. no, no. But Mr. Dano, I think you, I, I think there's a difference between clear cutting, mm -hmm. like when you're doing logging. Yeah. And yeah. what a homeowner is trying to do to improve his property, right? So yeah. Yeah. what erosion and sediment erosion uh, has been taking place in this area? I mean, is there any runoff or are there any, are there any? Well, we almost had an accident today. That's not that's... the same thing. No. The safety on a construction site 
you know, when you have homeowner kind of contractors, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. But we're talking about sediment and erosion control. Right. So what runoff, what damage has been in these areas that you're complaining about as being excessive to the one acre? Well, where, where have, have you experienced any runoff in, in no, terms I, of, okay, so, so when you I'm say clear cutting, right. if they've gone back and planted either grass or shrubs or whatever, or they're going to go back and plant trees, but the, the soil is stabilized at this particular point, where's the harm? Well, inside the limit of disturbance. No, no, no. I, I asked you a very specific question. What, what was that? Where is the harm? If they've stabilized the soil, where is the harm to the, the environment and to you in particular since your property is right next to it? Well, here's my problem. As, as a 45-year uh, inspector, I believe that everybody... I want to hear, have an answer to my question. Yes. Where we is the harm? Where is the harm? Right. The harm is violating codes. Before you clear over an acre, before, it's, and it's stated in code, before you clear over an acre, it's stated in code that you will, you will, you, sh you shall, we, you know, these are words that inspectors uh, and townships should abide by. You shall do this. It's required. It is required prior, it's, it's stated in code, prior to beginning and over an acre of disturbance, it is required by the person to get an NPDES permit prior to beginning the disturbance, and it's in code. Okay, but let, I, I hear that. Oh, yeah, but, so but, we don't but, listen but, to the code. I hear that. No, I, I hear what you're saying. But has it has the conservation district not been out to the site? They depend. No, no. I, have they been out to the site? I think one one visit. Okay. They've they've been out to the site, and have they agreed with your position at all? No, because they okay. talked to Mr. Hamaday, who says not all tree removal is considered disturbance. Well, the conservation Which, and district. Here, and, and so the conservation the district is going. Cleared. Yeah, but Mr. Dana, the Conservation District is not enforcing Upper Marion Code. They're enforcing uh, the, uh, Title 25 of the Pennsylvania Code. Right. And I was told by the Upper Marion Township that they will not go out and measure anything. Any of that blue area, they will not. And, the and then the Conservation Department gave me the same answer. It is not our responsibility to measure anything. So... We have to just accept that, that this is the case. And I, don't, I, I, I believe that if you follow code, I, I wouldn't have a problem if the man was, uh, you know, if things were being done straightforward here and it was followed code. Because I believe, I, and I believe just like you stated, somebody, somebody should be able to clear the land. He, he don't, you don't want to have all that brumble and stuff next to this a mega mansion, you want it nice. You would want it nice. But if you're a wealthy person and you can do this project, why don't you, why doesn't, why do, why do we not follow the mandates, the conservation mandates, 
that state, you will, prior to, prior to, it states, prior to beginning any clearing of land over an acre, you will, you are required to get an NPDES permit. I, I feel like every, every rule is just being run over, overlooked, looked the other way. We, oh no, we don't, you don't really need that. It, the, the rule states it, but in your case, Mr. Wealthy Man, you don't need to follow that rule. From what I we understand. Will, you know, I'm just, I don't, I don't understand why do we not require people to follow the rule? Like Mr. Hamaday stated, he, he's, it's his property. He could do anything he wants on that property, which is not true. You cannot clear over an acre without first re, uh, getting a, an MPDES permit per Per rule, per, per the state code. If, if I could get a word in edgewise, um, from what I understand, he has not reached that limit in oh, terms has. of, I, I of mean, the every, of the size of disturbance my plate, that every, would require. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can I finish? Clear. Can I finish, please? And excuse me. May I finish? Yeah. You've sure. been talking a long time. From what I understand from the experts on both sides, on both the property owner side and our engineers and our township staff, that they have not reached the limit where they are required to have an NPDES permit. If they do reach that limit, then we would by, by all means ask them or tell them that they must get an NPDES permit. Okay. So barring that, the fact that we have not been told by our township staff or by our engineer that that is required. Okay. I am going by the advice that we're getting from our professional staff. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I don't know what else that, that we can, that, is, that you're did, looking did, did for you, at this point that will you satisfy see, uh, you. Okay. Do you see uh, an email that I sent to you that talks about tires? I have a number of emails. I'm not sure which one you're referring well, there, to. There's one one in particular that talks about tires and talks about it, what? I'm sorry. It talks about tires. Tires. I want to, you know, uh, an analogy. Oh. An analogy about tires. You know what a brand new tire looks like? All the grooves that are in it. You also know. Would you know what a bald a bald tire looks like? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, some people say, well, that's a Maypop tire. It's, it's all stripped down. Okay. Well, this property started out like a new tire. And when you just was out there yesterday, it's a bald tire. And it's a very obvious bald tire. And I, I, I feel that, you know, you, you, can, you can state all the professional opinions you want, but... If you looked at my email and you saw the condition of the tires, and those tires are on airplanes, and I've, I've been inspecting airplanes for 55 years. So how would you, do you, if you travel by air, would you like the inspectors to like, you have to go out and inspect the tires, but there's, uh, you know, half of them are bald and, and, and fabric is showing. So it's an obvious, it's an obvious thing. But if the inspector just passes by and goes, everything is good to go, and you want to get on that airplane and fly it, would you want to be on an airplane that had ball tires? This is the same scenario. This, 
this land has been stripped so obviously that, I mean, my wife and I have watched Mr. Costello, who, and when I, Dan, did you say I probably have exceeded an acre? Did you ever say that to me? Oh, no. Okay, I know, yeah. Mr. Dano, this Mr. is public comment. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Dano, address the board. Ma okay, Chair, but, but I, actually, Chair, that, that's if I may. the same. It is the same. It, like I said, this is an allergy. In one inspector, I inspect aircraft, and I take my job seriously. I follow codes. I follow mandates. I, I, I've been doing it all my life. And what I'm seeing from the inspection department, from the inspectors here, if you can walk across that ground and not know that it's been uprooted did you, did, can I ask Dan Costello? No, I can't. No, okay. Mr. Well, Dano. He has removed the trees, the tree stumps throughout the whole property. That's not the issue, though. That's not, the issue is the percentage. That's the, that the is, issue is considered clear cutting of land. And whether or not that rises to the amount of disturbance that requires an NPDES permit. And as, as far as we have been instructed, or informed by our professional staff and by our engineer, and as well by the by the um, engineer and architect of Mr. Costello, that that does not rise to the limit of an NPDES permit. If it did, we would absolutely require that, and the Mr. Costello would need to go ahead with that NPDES permit and do whatever would be required by that. We are not here to protect him or to protect you. Right. We are here to represent what is what is the right thing to do per our our rules and our ordinances and based on the advice that we get from our professionals. Um, I, am, I am fine with what we've gotten from our staff, from our engineers, and unless there's some other information that you can provide us and with all due respect i understand that you're an engineer of a certain kind but you are not an engineer a civil engineer you're not an engineer that um has the requirements that would make me comfortable to no offense that would take your word over a professional engineer who is licensed to do their job um, mm -hmm. And I don't know what this well, is. Well, I'll be back. I'll be back at the next board hearing with my professional. Pardon and me? he will, he, you, you only have to look over the fence. You don't even have to go on that property. You don't have to go on that property. I could walk along my property line because most of that disturbance is right off of my property line. The holes in the ground are on my property line. The holes they're that Dan was making. They're on the property line, but they're not on your property. I saw the flags. I was there today. I saw where that where that right. retaining wall is, right. and it, it's within any non-biased. Of yeah. course, there is a property line that you share. That's inevitable. Everyone's property line shares a property with somebody else, well, unless they're an island. Uh, I will. Um, I, I will say that I am in agreement with Mr. Wax. I think you have two options. Yeah. Well, I'll get my. I'll. I'll get the professional. Uh, land planner survey guy and I'll have him walk along my property line and look at this and tell whether or not that is earth disturbance. I mean, I, I can come back with the professional 
We want to go that route. I'll come back with a professional and my attorney. I, I just have one additional comment to make. I'm, I'm concurring with my colleagues, and I agree with what... I can't Ray hear you. I said, um, I just have one additional comment, and I'm also commenting that I concur with my colleagues, and I agree with the recommendation that Supervisor Wax made. The comment that I would like to make, though, is this isn't typical of how we even approach a residential development plan, that I think that, I think that our staff has gone out of their way to try to accommodate and figure it out and has spent a lot of time. We don't typically spend this much energy and time and manpower on a residential house that's being built. Now the scale of it, I understand, is, is extreme. Mm -hmm. So outside of that, we have spent a lot of time and we have done our due diligence to try to be on top of this. And unless there are parameters that show us otherwise, our we're, we're locked into what we're deciding. And you have to have an appreciation for that as well, that our township manager, how many times has he been, has he been out there and our, our staff, that they're trying, to, they're trying their hardest to analyze it properly and to figure this out. And they're not taking sides with you or Mr. Costello. That's not what this is about. Yeah. So based on the information that we have, we're proceeding in the proper manner and I think that our staff has gone over and above and it's, it's a revenue. I mean, we're spending our revenue taxpayer dollars on focusing on this project. And I'm not going to say unnecessarily, but it's getting to the point that a ridiculousness that how much time do you want us to expend on this property that you need, well, you need, you need to get, you need to get your information that would help us defend your case if that's the situation. And I'm not taking a side either direction, but you're not giving us the proper information for us to go on your side or go against Mr. Costello. Or so to change, you, our, you need to, to change our ideas. To, to change, change our I, I thought I did present quite a, uh, you know, my videos wow. and, and not, not, I no, want to be talking about e, the email I, I videos be really of clear. the earth disturbance. I, and I, I just want to jump in because we're going back and forth and we're not getting anywhere. Okay. And I understand and appreciate uh, what you sent to the board. And I know it's taken time on your part. And mm -hmm. I certainly uh, respect the effort that you've put in. But at the end of the day, we're bound by our code. And if you and a professional engineer who has expertise in the subject can show our township staff, that you are in the right, and uh, Mr. Costello has violated code, do so. Or that he needs an NPDES permit. Or, 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 is, as he, needs a, or he needs a permit. Yeah. Do so. Yeah. But that is where we stand. We have to adhere to our code. And like I said, while I know my fellow supervisors and I certainly appreciate you've put all the effort and everything you've put together and, and the fact that you've come and made these, these presentations and taken up your valuable time, at the end of the day, this is what we're bound by. And that's what we have to go by. And I thank you for your time. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Mr. Dana. Okay, is there anyone else with any public comment? Okay. Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Second. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Okay. Thank you and good night.